0: when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com.
1: (laughs) What about our secret weapon? (laughs) Our secret weapon being the Isotope vinyl spin-down. I
0: love when we're sitting here mixing and doing final edits and putting music on and getting real close to the end of the podcast and you bust that sucker out that is always a good time it really truly is useful practical but more importantly it's so fun we always laugh we laugh makes it for a nice transition slow things down make it crazy and the best part is it's a free plugin. Go to isotope.com and download your free version of Isotope Vinyl. Have fun. Spin down. Go to isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E ecom And to get 10% off any of their software products, enter code That's fret one zero. That's FRET10. Enjoy the show. Hi, Charlie. Hi, hey, Joe.
2: How's it going? It's going great. It's um, kind of a quiet... A quiet Friday over here, I would say. Where are you, in Philly? I'm in Philly, yeah. Yeah.
0: I love Philadelphia. (sighs) Me too. I have, since I went there for the first time 20 years ago. What was your first impression of it? You know, one thing I I liked about it is it felt small-ish, like Seattle and, Mm -hmm. and Portland at the time, relative to Los Angeles or New York City, if that makes any sense. It makes a lot of sense. And it felt like the type of place i'd like to live and in fact when i lived in portland i did consider moving to philly
1: mm-hmm.
2: around 2003 four that's that's when we moved we moved from san francisco in uh august 2003. what if we would have
0: been at the same gas station in the with the u-haul trucks and yeah trucks? like hey hey sweet truck sweet u-haul truck <laughs>
2: What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you went to Philly. Then we went to Philly, and it's just, you know, I, I I just fell in love with it, man. It was like, well, you know, San Francisco is sort of like, you know, you're sort of on an island, you know what I mean? Like, and it's a beautiful island, and I, I loved every second of it. But when I was, got to Philly, it was just like, oh, there's like this connectedness between like, you know, East Coast cities and stuff like that, that I, you know, I grew up on the East Coast, so it's kind of nice to be back, And sort of Mm -hmm. in striking distance of, you know, where I grew up in Connecticut or, you know, friends in New York, D.C. or whatever. Yeah. Um, But just the the vibe in Philly was just so kind of like welcoming and interesting and people's bands were all like propping each other up and helping each other out and, you know, like creating a scene and, and being supportive and playing on each other's records. I don't know. It's really cool. I was just like, I I loved it right away.
0: Yeah, and I also had one. I I remember being surprised to find out that it's an affordable place to live. It was. Oh, yeah. It it might still be. Um, But, yeah, it was affordable, and it was 91 miles away from Manhattan. 91
2: miles. That
1: sounds about right. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: You should write a song called 91 Miles... From Manhattan, but like sing it to the tune of 99 miles from LA. Ooh, good. Thank you.
0: I will do that. (laughs) So we've all developed some habits and (laughs) routines over the last nine months. Um, Now that it's a new year, 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Have you looked at any of those habits and routines from the pandemic that you're like, fuck those. I want to change those. I gotta get out of my pajamas.
2: Um, yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm quick out of the PJs. That's not that's not my problem. You know, it's every year I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink more water. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like yeah. every year I say it and every year I don't. Yeah. But I got a new thing. I'm like like I I think I figured out a hack. Is that I'm starting the day with hot water. So it's like kinda seems like I'm drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually getting my water, and and I love it. Does that mean you're not drinking coffee? Oh no, I follow it with coffee. Okay. And I think a friend told me this one time, a friend of mine who doesn't drink coffee actually, every morning, you know, when she has hot water, something about like it sort of like kickstarts your system. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it does it. But um, it's it's that's kind of like one little tiny thing that i'm uh, doing i'm sort of trying to more be more into adding behaviors than necessarily trying to subtract behaviors even though i have plenty of behaviors that should be subtracted what
0: do you want to add um well uh, water Mm -hmm. (laughs) um could you say water again please
2: (laughs) water 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 Water. Where, where are you I mean, oh no, that's not it's not you. water. God, I mean, that's the thing. If my kids, <laughs> if my kids start the second they start developing that mid-Atlantic accent, like we're out. That, mm-hmm. I mean, I know I was just telling you how much I love Philly, but like if that yeah. starts happening, it's over. I'm going somewhere else. Don't let them listen to the best show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, not like a super huge New Year's resolution guy, to be honest with you. Yeah,
0: neither am I. It's a particular time right now, and some people did get into some particular
3: yeah,
2: well, habits and routines throughout the, the... I I will contradict myself and say that I, I do really want to stop listening to so much political commentary. Yeah. And I'm sure that's not like a revolutionary or a unique thing. I think we probably a lot of us are wrapped up in that. But I found myself like, you know, I kind of stopped looking at Instagram last year and... and it just because it just seemed like a healthy thing to do, and then yeah. I but I found myself like replacing some of that you know sort of time that might have been spent you know scrolling around looking at pictures or whatever to like you know listening to every single MSNBC podcast right you know? yeah and yeah, it's yeah. like that's not really a healthy substitution right speaking of all of that political news how
0: about last Wednesday how about it. Wednesday, I, the – what date was, was that? Was it the
2: 7th? The 7th. So sad, man. I, I was naively not expecting that exact scenario to happen. I mean I knew it was going to be dumb and ignorant, but I just didn't actually think – I didn't foresee that. Yeah, our capital uh, was physically breached. Physically breached, you know, like people smearing shit on the walls and like offices just – well, people died. And people died. Yeah. I, I don't know what else was, you know, in the minds of those that went in there, but I'm sure it was even worse than what happened. Right. Yeah, that's what I imagine.
0: I mean, it is strange, um, obviously, that they got in with
2: such ease. I mean, it's just so strange. I, I you know, I haven't really done the deep dive yet on like, you know, the sort of recounting the day. I mean, I think I saw that the times just kind of did their first real kind of look at the day and sort of how things really unfolded but man really scary yeah i'll uh i'll wait for the oral history i'm a i love oral histories <laughs> yeah well i'm looking forward to some some serious uh healing in this country i you know it sounds um you know maybe naive to to say but you know i think that we do have um some really exciting possibilities for some, some real, you know, thoughtful change. And, and, you know, I mean, it's going to take generations, but, you know, I think there's a lot that immediately can happen, obviously trying to undo some of this executive mess and legislative mess. But, you know, the bigger stuff about just how we, how we treat each other as, as citizens and as, as humans, uh, we obviously have so much to, to do.
0: Right, I mean, how long is it going to take for a lying culture to hopefully dissipate? Is it gonna
2: get worse before it gets better how could- how could it I mean it's so bad it's yeah how could it,
0: how could we go beyond no matter what you say it doesn't there right there Just, may or may not be truth to it <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I guess when you look ahead at some of these folks that that want to throw their hat in the ring for the presidency like you know it's certainly not going to stop yeah because they're going to have to lie to just even get into that
0: you know i look forward to this new administration and Mm -hmm. uh, and mostly mostly because it's not a donald trump administration of Mm -hmm. course Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i have that thought and then the next thing i think is like god Damn it, they're fucking politicians, anyways. But anyone's better sure. than, than the Senate administration. Um, what do you think? What kind of changes do you expect to see from
2: Biden? I mean, the Georgia thing is just huge. Being able to actually get some legislation done—that definitely would not have one. You know, so you know, I'm not sure. I mean. Obviously, you know, the big things like climate, um, access to education, you know, the healthcare thing is impossible to wrap my head around personally. But I know that there's, um, there's a lot that can be done. So, you know, I think those are the big things. I mean, yeah, on top of, of course, you know, racial justice. And, you know, I mean, there's just so much. <laughs> there's so much to do. What what's gonna be on his desk the first day? And then I was I actually had that thought this morning, like what will like physically what yeah, will be on his desk? It'll be... right? It's not gonna be one of those notes, right? Like <laughs> yeah. No. Trump's not gonna leave a note. <laughs> um I mean, the good news, you know, also, I, I do feel uh, some comfort in the that, you know, Joe is like no stranger to that place. That's he, true. You know what I mean? Like as much as I might have been excited by somebody else yeah. also yeah um the dude knows what's going on over there and so it's not like the learning curve is going to be um quite what it might be if it was uh some some other person
0: right and if you haven't if you're not the sharpest knife in the drawer and you haven't spent time <laughs> in washington <laughs> and you're self-centered and greedy <laughs> dude
1: <laughs> oh my god it's just amazing.
0: That's a lot to get over just to get uh, anything, any sort of legislation or plans through, um, with a bunch of acting uh, so and so's. My God. I want to. I want to wrap this up with my prediction, and I swear it'll happen. And okay, I'll, I'll make it happen if it doesn't. Okay. Donald Trump is yes, he's going to move to Russia. He's going to move to Russia. He's going to be protected, celebrated. Somewhat protected. He'll always be scared of Putin, I think, but he'll be somewhat protected. His family will go over there. Some small region that used to be a country that Russia has conquered probably has a castle of sorts on it. Putin will make him the president, split the rights to a reality TV show with him as president of that country or prime minister or whatever they want to call it. And that will be how he lives his life out.
2: Joe, I totally agree. It's going to happen. It's that is I mean I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> that whole uh, president uh you know sweetening the pot with the uh, presidency of some dumb little uh you know acre of land somewhere but Exactly. Uh you know I definitely um believe that he will be gonzo from this country, yeah. How you feeling about the the vaccine rollout? Well, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's been uh, <laughs> shocking. <laughs> wasn't super well thought out. <laughs> Um, you know, it's obviously exciting that it exists at all, right? And I think that there's like, from what I understand, there's like five or six more. Yeah, you know, come in and, you know, I have a couple friends that work in hospitals here in town, and it it sounds like it's been going well in the city of Philadelphia. you know, I think it's going better in New Jersey, for example, in terms of, um, you know, elderly folks having access to, to being able to just like go get the thing. Um, That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I'm I'm an optimist in general and I'm pretty optimistic about this. I'm also, you know, just what it means for like to to be like sort of selfish about it, like what it means for our parents, you know, just who have been, you know, my mom, she's 80, she's going to be 83. You know I mean, she lives all alone and she's, she's been pretty careful. You know I mean? I mean, she's still, you know, will find any reason to go to Costco, like, you know, 17 times a week. But mm-hmm. And my wife's parents have been very, very thoughtful and careful. And, you know, they haven't seen their grandchildren in almost a year, you know. like So obviously I'm excited for life to resume, you know, yeah, excited yeah. to be able to play music in front of people and, you know, all that stuff. But I'm, I'm just really excited for families to be able to be together more. And I don't know. I mean, I, 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 miss, I miss hugging people. Like I miss hugging my friends. I know that probably sounds super creepy, but you know, like I I, just, I have, I have like one thing that this has made me appreciate maybe more than I even did before. Although I haven't not really taken it for granted, but yeah, I, every like few weeks I have a bunch of friends over and we've been doing this for like almost 15 years now. And, and we sing around the piano, like, you know, I have this, like sort of this choir that I, you know, lead and it's just like, you know, it's mostly just like, it's like a drinking club but yeah. it's you know we sing like really you know complicated like four-part you know harmony and uh i just miss like s- standing around a piano i mean that's the last thing you know it's pluming all over each each other like you know singing in a circle like that's gonna be the last last thing to start back up you know but i can't wait i can't wait to you know laugh and sing with my friends and slightly spit on each other. And slightly spit on each other.
0: There's going to be spitting clubs, I bet. Just, <laughs> yeah, just, just,
2: just spit all over me. Fully clothed
0: spitting. Yeah, yeah. Clubs. nothing, nothing weird. Nothing weird. Just, just, just spit. <laughs> I want that club to be vibrant
2: and allowed
0: and yeah. safe, but I, I don't I, want to be in that club.
2: I appreciate that that club exists, <laughs> but I want no part of it.
0: Well, you said that you you kind of. Cut out Instagram a little bit or a lot of bit, and yeah. um, do you watch or read anything lighthearted
2: to <laughs> entertain mean, yourself? Yeah, a little bit. I I, I don't like. Um, I haven't you know watched many of the series. You know that everybody's like, you got to watch this. Yeah. Um, what we all as a family watch a lot is the the British Bake Off. That's yeah. sort of my favorite. And when it comes to what i watch i i'm definitely like more in the lighthearted yeah you know, i'm not like super into shows that are going to you know get me all sad and yeah you know, like anxious I sort of i'm 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 down to like watch some british people like you know bake you know tray bakes and sort of like be cool to each other, i mean it 's even yeah. different you know like than like the like an American you know game show or something where it 's just like you know everyone 's just gnarly and and like cutthroat it's like there's just something nice about everybody kind of like you know sometimes they like help each other out or they, you know whatever they got each other 's back it's cool, but you know my kids my especially my younger son like loves to cook and just like that show is just, I don't know, it just is like right in the sweet spot for all of us. Like it's like a show that we all just love.
0: Yeah, well, there's something about that British Baking show that does bring people together. My six-year-old likes it. Yeah, it's that's awesome. That's, what? What is it, do you think? I haven't heard anyone mention that they're actually nice to each other. I wonder if that's it. They're, Maybe. They're pleasant to, with each they other. They are. Maybe that's editing, but. Maybe that's it. There's yeah. some magic in there, whatever it is, it's magic, right? It is. Um how much touring did you miss out on? Did you miss a whole year of touring? I've talked to some people that have been like we didn't have any scheduled.
2: Um probably about half a year a little less. We we weren't going to do this festival circuit this past summer. Yeah. But we were going to like get going after that. So Right.
0: Well, no one's going to see any rock and roll right away. No. But I'd like to play a song And it's a live song I want to play under the pressure live Cool For people to listen to and remember How important live music is And yeah. how, how Actually thrilling it is Because this is an odyssey I love it Thanks man Here we go the odyssey thank you that's fun yeah that was a a particularly fun one i love stretched out improvising um not all my bands or band members love it as much as i do but we as drummers get to control that a little bit Uh uh-huh sometimes we can bring it back even though no one wants to come back but then they're (laughs) they look like idiots if they're not playing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but, uh, but that didn't sound like any sort of mean drummer trick. The dynamic of that all was flowing and, and gorgeous.
2: Thank you. That's just like a especially fun tune to play because, I mean, there are obviously, I, I think that the, the sections where things can stretch are, you know, there's like a few obvious places, like the intro is going to always be different and how, how things build into, you know, the second mm-hmm. you hear those uh, what are like seven of seven hats, you know that. yeah like once once you hear that loop come in, then it's like ah uh, it's like you know it's like the keys are in the ignition and and you're gonna go, and then you know there's uh, and then there's it's a song, you know, but then there's like just a couple moments obviously where things can go in a, a number of different directions, and so you're always like looking for that moment where things are just flowing right and like that's one where i just you don't have to think about anything it's just it's locked and it's gonna happen (laughs) you know like you just you just like ride this thing and it's fun and it's there's just like a reciprocal thing that happens with the audience you know in terms of like energy not to be too like you know hippy dippy but like in terms of like energy flow i think it's like that's one where like there is like this reciprocal thing
0: I mean if, if if anyone questioned that notion of uh, energy flow between audience and and music that would be a perfect example of like, mm-hmm. I mean it's just it's all it's all there it's
2: kind of perfect it illustrates it perfectly yeah thank you um, I mean I think one of the fun things about being a drummer is that you can kind of like keep your uh, eyes and ears on everything and everyone I think just something about the physical vantage point and the Physicality of what you're doing—it's like you're not looking at the fretboard for like to make sure you sink the landing on some, <laughs> yeah, some lick yeah. or like you know—it's you know. something that's kind of special about playing the drums—is like ability to sort of be in the moment at all times with everyone.
0: Yeah, yeah. and and the the pressure of having to be in the moment and the pressure of wanting to be in the moment is my experience. You know, sometimes it's a little scary and you're hanging on and you are watching the butts. Cause we get a lot of butt time. How much, butt, who, who, butt gets, time. who gets more butt time than us as a, as a
2: job? As a job, um, probably like a, um, well, quarterback quarterbacks get some serious butt time. Yeah. I All mean, right. and that's up, up, that's up close and personal. Yeah. It's like some real butt contact.
0: Yeah. Um, close in you know. contact, yeah. Close. We have distance. But uh, back back to the more, uh, more very, important. very, very serious point. Um, you know, where it, you are sitting there as a drummer and making sure that everyone's comfortable. And as soon as that's confirmed, then you can start making yourself comfortable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's my experience. That's cool. Not that it's all, you know, and, and not that I'm driving it or that I'm fully responsible and solely responsible for what's going on on stage. But I do feel like that's my role mm-hmm. a lot of times. And then when you get into improvisation, a lot of times people look at, back at you with sometimes scared faces and you have mm-hmm. to be like, don't worry. I'm scared, too, but look at my face. It's (laughs) not scared. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's only Um, notes. It's only notes and beats. Yeah. You been listening to any new music lately? Or anything that's new to you?
2: As woefully out of... Touch with new releases as I've kind of ever been. I think what I'm about to say is is kind of has evolved, especially from you know like playing in a band, you know, for my job. That I listen, I find myself listening to a instrumental music mostly. Like mm-hmm. I, I haven't been drawn as much to um, you know music that has vocals and you know sort of song songs to you know to an extent i i just gravitate to um more ambient and, and new age kinds of things so like what's been new to me this year some sometimes i've found myself going back to things that i've maybe always loved but listening to a lot like um well i just said i don't listen to singing but like the Fleetwoods, mm-hmm. for example you're i mean they're local to your uh your neck of the woods. I just love two, three voices. You know, like two girls yeah. and a guy, and it's just like, oh, uh, so I could li- listen to it all day, and sometimes I do. Um, I've been on a Les McCann kick. The the records that I've been like drawn to are like his sort of like late '60s, mostly instrumental, groovy. It's sort of like pre Sages, a little bit like that sort of CTI, like you know, smooth like. Seventies fusion kind of thing there's that song called uh I think it's sometimes i cry and it's mm-hmm. like it's the it's the sample that turned into massive attack teardrop. It's like yeah. that's like i heard i was like I heard it I mean I've listened to teardrop like probably eight million times you mm-hmm. know in my life you know like I heard that groove I was just like i i flipped out. You know, I mean, I knew it was a sample, but I didn't know what it was from. And it was just like last, you know, like, I don't know if, if there's ever been a song with a sample like that. But like when you you hear what where it came from, it just anyway, that's I think what really kind of like sent me down this like Les McCann spiral. Um, I Most of what I listen to, I guess it's like maybe I mean, I never really thought about it, but I guess it's like just kind of striving for like a sort of peace and beauty and uh you know i don't want to attribute it i don't want attribute anything to this guy in office but you know yeah. like yeah. I, I like to fill the house and my wife does too like she's she's had barry Lattimore's new record on for like 24 hours at a time you know it, it'll be like all over the house you know we got like sono stuff going and it's yeah. just everywhere and it's like after a couple hours i'll be like it's just the same record and then like the next i wake up and it's still playing it was playing all night you know like really quiet it was like this is still that mary latimore record and it's gorgeous i love it you know yeah
0: well i'm gonna let you go here in a little bit i do want to ask you what are you going to do to stay positive in 21 what are you going to do to stay healthy in 21
2: um on on one level, I, something that's kind of happened naturally is pretty much the elimination of meat from our diet, um, which just wasn't really intentional. But it's just kind of the way I I don't know, just sort of something that happened. Um, and now now my wife is kind of interested in that too. So it's kind of like we're just sort of I mean I've never really been a huge meat eater, but um, yeah. so anyway, that's. Uh, that's kind of exciting to me that it's like that we're sort of in it together. And, um, you know, I'm going to keep writing music, which is kind of, to be honest, a new thing for me. I, you know, started this, this project last fall with uh, at a sort of a friend's behest where he's, he was just like, you know, you've been helping people make music for your entire life. Like, I want to hear what your music sounds like. And I was just like, you know, I'm not even sure I want to hear what my music sounds like. Mm. You know, but yeah. sure, I'll try. And it, so it's been really fun adventure and something that, you know, just like anything, I think, like, that's how you do it. You just like, you just try. <laughs> yeah. You, you, just I start, that is. you just start, uh, you know, uh, uh, doing it and then yeah. it becomes a thing. So I think it's a good thing to do. I mean, I would, I would recommend everyone to do that. I'm with you on that. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, hey, man. Awesome talking to you. So
2: awesome talking to you. And uh, I can't wait to be out there in Seattle with you sometime. Yeah. Where do you think you and I will see each other? <sighs> Probably uh, at catering somewhere. Okay. Where? <laughs> um, gosh, I don't know. Maybe – Um somewhere in belgium
0: okay you say belgium i'm gonna say perth next january
2: probably a uh, probably a a very good uh good bet yeah all right
0: well happy new year yeah see you in perth yeah and and see you in perth and take care of your bad self you too all right bye bye
3: With a western wave at a simple stitch to fix I hold myself together now As you lead me through the ditch As the sky can crumble on the floors You're sleeping under my bed You'll we'll see me from the rumor You spoke of before in the one That see me ain't the one I've been banking on your highs but cutting through my lows Promises of stolen souvenirs. Now you can hear the ocean, but you could not see the breeze. When the sky is shifting on a Buenos Aires beach, and the sun is shining on the one I wish to see. And the plates are shifting under land. You're eating on the floors. you sleeping on the same ones. You were sleeping on in the world. That see me ain't the world. I've been baking on your eyes i cutting through my load. So hold me up against the tree you will used to measure me in feet And set your sights degree. green Yeah, and all the cross-town boys behind you yeah, They show up with the seashell in their eyes And you know what they want By the glow of your skin You can overdress for me And So much slower than the last. And now there's nothing left to grasp in our head. And nothing left to catch. So let's speak up the past and the future. Perfect taste.